Welcome to this week's Revenge of the Recap podcast. My name is Austin. My name is Carla. And my name is Josh. Hi, Joshua. Hey. Hi, Carla. I was probably like, are you going to forget about me? That is no. Rude. Car- I Carla, never would last do week, that. <laughs> last week was so funny when I was listening to the podcast back. You said me and my wife. And I was thinking, Carla's right there. <laughs> like there's another woman that, that, that yeah. isn't involved with the podcast. <laughs> but at the same time. Other people didn't know she was sitting right next to me for all the, uh, for all the other listeners. No, that, yeah, we're we're in different rooms. Oh, different people. We just like we just her. met online. What'd you just say? Nothing. On Kanye Tuva. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, welcome to this week's episode. We are still talking about The Handmaid's Tale. We got this episode to talk about, and then two more, and then the season's over. So, um. I, yes, boohoo. I can't wait for the season to be over, but because I'm like so excited to see how it ends, but at the same time, like it's almost over. Josh, did you did you watch like the next week on? Yeah. Oh, see, am I the only one that doesn't watch those? No, I actually watched it for the first time this week, <laughs> and I wished I would have waited until like, after we talked about it. Because I always because we we work opposite shifts, so I watched it, and then. Um, I waited for him to watch it to be able to talk about it with him. And then I was like, yeah, I think this is going to happen. He's like, well, yeah, it's in the next on. <laughs> I was like, I don't watch it. So, yeah, I, I don't I don't think I'm going to watch it until after we talk about it. So I don't have what I so I have what I think is going to happen instead of what I've already seen is probably going to happen. Yeah, I mean. I watch it because I like to have that little tease of what's going to be on next week. I mean, I still don't know. Like, even with that from last week to this week's episode, it didn't give anything that happened this the week The only away. thing is the, one, the one question she asked me, it kind of did give away in it. Like, that's it. So it's like... Okay. But, um, so anyways, uh, this week we're talking about episode 11 titled Liars. Um Overall thoughts, Carla? I'm so excited. Just ready so to excited. talk about it? Yeah. Like, honestly, like, everything that I thought was going to happen at the beginning of the episode, what I was setting up for it all did happen, and it happened so beautifully that I'm, like, so just, <laughs> I'm tickled by it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Josh, what about you? Um same sentiments. <laughs> uh, I this might be one of my favorite episodes of Agreed. the series of the uh, series, like not oh. even of the season, just of the series. Uh, yeah, there's uh, so many payoffs. There's so many lows and highs, and like it's I was an emotional so much roller coaster. Yeah, so much is happening. It's it's good. And then just when it, you think, oh, it can't get any better than this episode. It does. Like, yes. they step it up and do something else, and you're like, oh, yeah, that helped. That made it better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was uh, like, this episode and the way it ends, I'm like, oh, like, everything is so good. I'm like just said, so excited. So for amazing. Next week. <laughs> like you said, the setups and the payoffs were awesome in this episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's high praise for me. Like, of the whole series, this might be my favorite episode. There's some really good episodes. Yeah. Like, just because the payoffs, the payoffs alone, like so great, 
Anyways, yeah. yeah let's, what about let's you, Web? Oh, I'm in the same boat as you guys. Uh, I I really enjoyed this episode. I thought it was top tier. Um, definitely one of the top. Um, it's been a while since I've seen season one and two, so I can't necessarily say it's my favorite episode of the series because I don't yeah. remember them all. Um, but it's definitely, definitely top tier. So as excited as we all are, let's just get right down into it. Um, yeah. As most of the episodes do, it opens up with the June monologue, and we find out that they have 52 kids, um, 52 different, or 52 Marthas and 52 kids that have, uh, that they need to save. And June's that trying to- good for the cause. Yeah, June's trying to figure out how the hell they're going to pull this off. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's running through a couple scenarios, um, and then she gets interrupted from Commander Lawrence yelling in the other room. Like her yeah. monologue gets cut off quick in this one. Yeah, um, the monologue is good, but it gets better after it gets cut off. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the monologue is the setup to the payoff that's about to come. Like it, it starts off with one of those setup and payoffs. Yeah. Um, so June goes to see what's going on, where why Commander Lawrence is yelling, and uh, she walks into the study, and Eleanor's got a gun to Commander Lawrence's head, <laughs> like literally to his forehead. Carla, what were your thoughts when that happened? I know, like you, 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 you love the Eleanor character, like just being like this crazy person. Uh, I love that. <laughs> I loved it so much. And like Lawrence is, he's such a good guy and a bad guy. He's such a like, we still don't know where he is. And this scene and him seeing him on his knees begging for his life. (laughs) Just great. I don't even know what to say. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those things. I just really, I really liked it a lot. Like I, you know, she had him in a spot where, you know, she could have killed him and she told June, like, hey, you know, you he raped you. Eleanor. You should go. Go. Shut up! Eleanor. Eleanor, listen to me. I love you! Eleanor, look at me. You don't want to be a murderer. You don't want to live like that. You were raped because of him. You were brutalized. A girl because of him. I know you want to kill him. I would like to kill him too. But we can't always just do what we want. We have to control ourselves. That's all his fault. No, it's not. It's your fault, too. You could have done something. We all could have done something. Well, I'm doing something now. I need him now to fix it. Nothing can fix it. I have a plan, Eleanor. But I need him alive. I need his help, and I need yours. So put down the gun. Please. Will it make it better? 
how do you know it will work? Because it has to. Because all of this has to add up to something. It has to mean something. I need your help, Eleanor. Help me make it mean something. I don't know about y'all, but when I, I was like, life imitating art imitating life like you could have done something we all could have done something yeah like, um, I, go ahead i was gonna say as crazy as eleanor is in how off of her meds she is she made complete sense there like oh yeah like in reality the world would would have been a better place without joseph in it yeah um, and she feels like she could put a stop to it, even though she loves him. She could put a stop to him, and that would be her small part of making amends for Gilead. I, yeah, this this scene plays on like three different levels because I totally understand where Eleanor is coming from with her. He raped you. He brutalized you. He's done this to us. I understand from June's perspective of you could have done something about this. Um, I need him. Uh, you you know, we, we need him to, to accomplish something. And even Joseph's level of he does love his wife. He's shown it many times. Like last week when he was like trying, he tried to not have to do what he did. with For June. his wife. Yeah, for his wife's sake. And until it was the realization, like, if we don't do this, we all die. Yeah, and you could. He would have, like, he would have very easily. Them, it would have been everybody. So. Yeah, he would have yeah. very easily just gone. If it was only him that was going to die, he would have taken yeah. that bullet. Yeah, he would have taken it. He would have taken the fall. But he um, knew it would have been everybody. Yeah. So this this scene, and each one of their perspectives is completely just in my eyes. Like every one of them. Yeah, I I, I agree. It was a very powerful scene. Yeah. Um. And they kicked the show off with it. Like it's oh, just, yeah. like I mean, this was, this was one of those clips when it happened. I was like, it can't top this. Yeah, when June like is just like, yeah, you could have done something too. Like he's not the only one at fault here. You are also at fault, Eleanor. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you knew what was going on and never piped you never up. stopped it. You never spoke up then. Yeah, you like, just yeah. let it you keep can't happening. Stop it now. It's already happened. Or if you, gonna, if you were now gonna, if you were gonna, if you were gonna do this, now it's our this. turn to fix it versus killing one off. Yeah, yeah. If you were gonna shoot him, you should have done it before six or, years ago. Yeah, before <laughs> yeah. Gilead became a thing. <laughs> but yeah, I love that. Op- like that opening is again. You know what though? This is one of those things where I'm like, it's paying off. Like some of the episodes where I was like, okay, I haven't really liked. You know. uh, there's a couple episodes in this season where I'm like, okay, these have been down on the list as far as the season go. Mm-hmm. Stuff is starting to pay off. <laughs> exactly. And in a, in a really good way. Yes. So uh, June puts or takes Eleanor to bed and she comes back down to where Commander Lawrence is sitting on the couch and uh, she sits down with him. He offers her a drink. He's he's still sh- he's so shaken up by the whole ordeal. Oh that yeah, <laughs> he can't even pour a drink for. Her. Um, and they start talking. And June, you know, or he thanks June for saving his life, basically. Yeah. And then uh, June lets him know, "Yep, you owe me one, and here's what we got to do." 
52 kids in Martha's. Yep, it's it's not <laughs> How the just. How am I supposed to get that? Yeah, it's not. He like what? Yeah, it's yeah. So he like she new says, phone. Who dis? <laughs> <laughs> that was the same bewildered look as when you get a text from someone you don't know. She said, "Wouldn't it be funny if you turned out to be the hero in all of this?" Yeah, and even he went. He kind of chuckled at that. Yeah, He's like, like, "Yeah, that's not gonna happen." But which to me, like, it was like when he kind of chuckled, it was more of like a huh, "What if?" kind of. Type yeah, what? Thing. Yeah, yeah. It, that's how I felt too. When he was when he did his little chuckle, I was like, "Oh, this is like, yeah, like you said, the what? What if I am? What if this is?" Yeah, I did it, my, but I make yeah. it amends now. Yeah. Well, and what I thought was real powerful about that whole conversation is, you know, as she's talking about the 52 kids, he says, um, you know, mental illness is, is, is something we overlooked with you guys. Yeah. And then she just keeps going like she didn't even hear it. And then <laughs> he goes, uh, maternal love, we overlooked that one too. And, yeah. you know, that, that one right there was real powerful to me because they never considered the fact that you're ripping these kids away from these handmaids. It's their children. That's their children. I mean, they're going to do what they can to get their children yeah. out of what you have created for them. Yeah. They're not cows, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're literally they're not livestock. <laughs> yeah. And you'll have some people, of course, that just roll over, but you're going to have those that don't want to. They want yeah. their kid back. They want their family back. You took that away from them for your personal gains, really. Yeah. Um, so... I thought that line. I thought the scene was really good, but that line just was really powerful to me. Yeah, I like I like that. I like the follow up scene after this. Just just the like relief on his face. He's you can tell he's a guy that's never had to deal with um that type of like adversity. Like like in the war, he wasn't on a line. He wasn't on a front line for anything. This he was, you know, in the rear with the gear. You know. <laughs> Yeah, like making plans. He, he may have created the colonies, but he's never been there. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Um. So after that scene, it goes to uh, Serena standing in like a hotel lobby, and Rita comes up with her bag, and I love uh, seeing Rita. I like. Rita. I love her. I always forget yeah. her name, but yeah, always. I do every time. I'm like, what's her name again? Oh, Rita. Oh, okay. Well, so I write it down. <laughs> Um, but you know, Rita brings her bag to her. And she goes, you know, I wasn't sure how much to pack for one night, but you still need the same amount of toiletries if you're staying for longer. So, you know, they're going on, it sounds like a, an overnight trip somewhere. Yeah. Um, but they don't really tell you where, but you know, it's gotta be something with to do with the phone from the last episode. Well, cause she asks like, are you sure this is the right thing to do for Nicole? Yeah, and she says that it's uh, basically she said she tells her you know negotiations basis with uh, um, between Gilead and them have failed, so we found another avenue. So hopefully this is the last negotiation they're gonna have to do. Yeah. Um, and then Fred pulls up in the driver's and, seat of a car. Yeah. Well, before that, she turns to Rita to tell her bye and says, "May the Lord bless you and keep you." Which I thought, I don't know. Maybe it's just a saying that they'd say, but I just thought that it was kind of weird. No, is that the only well, one? Well, that... I thought I thought it was weird just because I never, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard it. The yeah. and keep you part. Yeah. So, so it was a. Uh, I viewed I it completely as a foreshadowing. It. 
What's that? Huh? I I completely overlooked it. I did. I I just thought it was some more religious shit they would say to each other. <laughs> yeah, I do that a lot too. With, oh, so, so I'm I the only I one that read really into know. that. Yeah, I did not. Know yeah. that. <laughs> well, I read Even into it as viewing. the Lord, uh, whatever I just said, bless you and keep you. Like I read it, like oh fuck, like and keep you, like so something's no, gonna of- happen. Like please, you know, make sure that you stay safe, or may God, you know, make sure you're safe. That's how I read that, but. Hmm. And- there's a lot of I stuff guess I'm in the this. Only one Probably. That. <laughs> Probably. There, I mean, there's, well, there's a lot of stuff in the Serena and Fred storyline in this episode that I, I was totally misdirected at the end. Yes, me, me too. Um, so Serena was very sweet to Rita. Um, you know, thanked her for being so kind to Nicole, Nicole and um, loving her and loving her, and then and then Fred. You know, he pulled, like I said, he pulled up in the driver's seat of a vehicle, which, you know, you've never seen him drive. And they have a nice car. Yeah, they got a real nice Mercedes. Um, yeah. Which, and then I asked Carla, I was like, do you think uh, Mercedes is super happy happy to be like basically the, the car of uh, Gilead? <laughs> kind of like Tesla. Well, the, the thing that I automatically thought, and this is just going to be the nerdy side of me, as soon as I saw that he was in a uh, in a Mercedes I was like, "Oh, that's a gas car. They're they're going for a further distance than a Tesla." That's yeah. just I, like you, literally because Teslas. Yeah, I'm a super nerd, and Teslas have a certain mileage range, and gasoline cars have longer. And here, mileage. I just thought because they were like up north, and it was colder, and it was cheaper to rent a convertible versus a different car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, I'm like, "Oh, they're they're in a they're in a gasoline vehicle. They must need to go a further distance than normal." So the next scene, June is setting. In, I don't know. Let me start that again. I'm I'm just gonna skip that. Oh, okay, bye. We like I said, we talked about the car stuff way too long. Okay, bye. So in the next scene, Beth uh, comes into the room where June's at and lets her know that they're here. They're here. And she's very confused. She goes, who? And she's just like, just don't ask any, or just don't ask any questions. Just answer their questions. And don't tell them anything more than what they need to know or something like that. So I was like, oh shit, someone's here investigating her, right? Yeah. So then she goes down in this tiny little closet type thing. In the basement. Yeah. And then there's five Marthas sitting in there. And they're like <laughs> head bitch Marthas. Like they are, <laughs> they're like the, the leaders of the Marthas. They don't take too kindly of people trying to save kids around here. Yeah. <laughs> trying to take our job. <laughs> you yeah. took our job. <laughs> Are you trying to save kids? Yes. Was this your idea? Yes. You're stupid. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't you want to save you kids? No. <laughs> They're like, you didn't ask us permission. She's like, fine. Can I save kids? <laughs> No, we got our own plans. Like they're like, well, I have an empty vehicle with ten spots for kids, so you can stop me if you want, or you can let me try to save ten kids. We won't interfere. You don't interfere with us. You're gonna fuck our shit up. Yeah, like if any of our Martha's die, it's on your hands. Yeah. Like I, I get where they were, would be pissed because they got the shipment coming in. They don't yeah. know what the we don't know what the shipment is yet, but. You know, they don't want extra eyes or heightened security because all of a sudden 52 kids went missing um, yeah. right before whatever's happening is about to happen. So I understand their their hate toward it, but 
be nicer about it, man. She's doing, trying. She's just trying to help out. This felt this felt like some straight up Don Coleone shit to me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it, like it reminded me of like some mobster shit. You've got to come and ask. Like, aren't you just a whatever? Like she said a name there. Yeah. What name was it? Because I did not know that reference. I don't remember. Nobody knows. Okay. No, I don't I know. Like, I'm going to Google that later. I never did. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the main Marthas they uh, they grant her permission, but with no help. Yeah. And she said, it's if like, any Martha helps, it's on them. We're not. It's not, basically it's not a sanctioned activity. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like, NCAA is not a part of this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not affiliated. Oh man. Um, yeah, it was just it was weird. Like, I I was not expecting a scene like that. I mean, but honestly, like it was, as much underground stuff that happens with the Marthas. I mean, we should have known that there was like head Marthas and things like that. We just have never really seen them or heard from them or it, it, I. Felt hostility from anywhere. I wasn't surprised that there was some main Marthas, but it was just weird to see it, I guess. Yeah. And to see how angry they were with her. That was that was the thing. I was like, oh man, like Shea Rivera. You gotta what? They called her Shea Rivera. What's that? I don't know. I'll explain that later. Sorry, that just <laughs> popped in my head. Um I did not know the reference. I was not picking up on it. Yeah. It's yeah. I'll it's have a historical figure. It's yeah. A, yeah, he's he. Yeah, um, started a revolution type deal. Yeah. Oh, so now you know, Josh. Well, he, once he well, like once, once, once he said <laughs> just, once he it, said it the name, because I was just thinking through about how just bitchy they all were, and then the <laughs> one was just like a super super hardcore like anti June at that point, and yeah. she was she was the one that said it, and I was thinking about what she said. Sorry, oh. that's where my mind went, and now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Uh. Getting back on track. Back on track. <laughs> Taking so, a drive, a country drive. So, so it was just, it was just a very weird scene that I wasn't expecting. Um, but they do cut from that scene, and it's Fred and Serena. Uh, I got driving down the lone and lonesome road, <laughs> and uh, there's literally nothing out there. They're driving down a road with nothing um, because people can't drive. Yeah, so, it seems awesome. Yeah, because I mean, they could go as fast as they wanted. Nobody's out there. It's yeah. sweet. Um, so I mean, they're talking about how you know they saved Gilead. Or, you know, this place used to have nothing but factories. It smelled. Which basically, if they, you've they, ever they, driven in middle of nowhere, any ta- any state, um, there's not that shit. It's literally just the middle of nowhere, um, yeah. and that's where they were. So it's not like. Five years ago, there was factories there. No, that it's all farmland, not, probably. Yeah, it's just all farmland out there. So, I feel like they've never left the city, so, <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't know. That's just what they thought. They're like, yeah, urban exactly. legend. Legend. In five years, everything fell down and became part of the earth. <laughs> yes, that's how it works. That is how nature works. Exactly. Um. So, it was kind of weird. Like they're back and forth a little bit. Um, Serena does say that, or uh, no, Fred says that Mr. How do you supposed to say his name? Trulio, Trulio, Trulio. I got it written down somewhere. It's T U E L L O. Tuello. 
Tuello. We'll say Tuello. Anyways, uh, th- he underestimated Fred. And Serena's like, yes, they all think we're dumb, but we we know better, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we'll do anything for the cause. Yeah. They underestimate our loyalty to the cause or something along those lines, which I thought was an interesting way of word things. And I was like, man, she really is hardcore into Gilead still after all of this. <laughs> See, and I, when I heard that, I thought she was laughing at him i viewed it as her like mocking it i did not the first time i watched it oh i thought man we really have lost her yeah no yeah, i totally viewed it as her mocking mocking it it's weird we'll I, find I, out just later how she like does like a they under, like her little look i'm like i don't know which side she's playing for i don't either we're talking about if she's a lesbian right she hasn't had sex in quite some time so yeah. <laughs> um so anyway, so Fred does an unexpected thing and decides to let her drive. Oh, yeah. And she's, well, she's then pretty I uncomfortable there... with that at first. Well, and then even with that, because of their interactions, I was like, okay, so if they happen to get stopped or whatever, she's driving. Like, is he doing this as like a, like to protect himself as, hey, I'm going to have you drive. She's She made me get in the car. She's forcing no. me. Like. See, I didn't see like, it like I, that at all. Like I thought I was he was trying to be there, sweet. Like, all sorts of like plotting, like, oh no, what's happening? What's happening? See, I, think, I trust uh, no I, one. I think Fred is trying to show Serena that he still loves her. He might yeah. not actually love her. We discussed that last week. But he's trying to prove to Serena that he, she is what's important to him. I don't want to say too much right now because the misdirect that I'm talking about happens later. Yes. And that's where I was like, oh shit, like, Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's what I, yeah. I thought I thought it was going a completely different way than it ends up at the end of the episode. So did I. I was in the same boat as you. Um but but maybe that's cuz I have no trust for anybody. That's why I'm always on edge. So <laughs> and I that's couldn't in real tell life. this. <laughs> that's in real life, not just the show. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was in the same boat as you um uh, where I felt like she was she had she's fi- fully taken the Kool-Aid now and she's like 100 pack 100% back on board with the whole Gilead shit. And then, uh, and like you said, I thought this was like him being like trying to get her trust back a little bit. Hey, you drive the car, you know. Hey, let's pop the top off. Like, let's, but yeah, and then let's so, cruise. So my thing is, okay, you're letting your wife drive in a place where women aren't supposed to drive. That's I mean, cool. That's the first mistake. That's, <laughs> that's, that's cool. But what if someone sees you? Okay, well, the top's up. No big deal. But then you put the top down. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, put that right, top well. down. And she, she's just <laughs> if so somebody happy happens to come by. And so I was like, oh, something's happening. But then uh, <laughs> you felt like it was Beauty of the Beast. <laughs> See, when I, one, one thing I mentioned to Carlo while we were watching it was, you know, not just Fred, but other commanders, they let their wives do stuff that if they saw somebody else do, they would have them arrested. Oh, yeah. Like if they were driving down the road and they saw a lady driving, Fred would turn around and have her arrested. Yeah. But yet he let his wife drive. Like, and then, you know, Jezebels and all that shit, it's all the same type of stuff. Like they do stuff that if anybody else does, they get arrested. Oh, yeah. But because they're commanders, it's okay. Yeah. They're well, yeah. two-faced bitches, basically. All, yeah, two-faced all, the whole bitches. lot of them commanders. With great power comes great responsibility. Yeah, like yeah. Spider-Man. So anyway, so we find out that their overnight destination that they're heading is a uh, house of cultists. Um, <laughs> cultists. 
cultists. Yeah, they're cultists. It's a cult. It's a cult uh, It's house. a family. It's, oh, it's a family. It, that's right. It's, it's, a, it's a family. It's uh, um, a religious. and a wife and kids and grandparents. And I'm pretty sure... Cults. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's it was, a cult of a it family. Was, it was very creepy. Yeah. Um, like, yeah. I wouldn't want to stay in that house. <laughs> no. But they were super um, excited to have the Waterfords there. Yeah, well, like at least the, the one well, guy yes. was. Well, of course they were excited to have the Waterfords. It's a commander. You know how often, again, because they drove so far, like they see high ups. Like, I mean, just think it's as like fast as they could drive. like a regional visit or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to impress him. It's the, it's the weirdest uh, like bed and breakfast that's ever existed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like that's yes. an Airbnb that I would not stay at. <laughs> <laughs> Like you walk in, turn around, and go. Nope. Yep. Nope. Okay. Nope. Thanks. <laughs> he right, was fun. You can keep my deposit. Motel Six. You can keep my deposit. I'm off. <laughs> so it cuts away from there, and, and uh, June and Beth are talking in the kitchen, and the other Martha comes in, which I I still don't know her name. It's like um. Uh, what? Oh, fuck. Okay, that's fine. It's S I E N N A. Sienna. Sienna. Okay. Yeah, so, so she's like Indian or something. Yeah, so she pops in and she's got she's got I Eleanor's. watch her with closed caption on. <laughs> so I know how to spell everybody's that's names. How you spell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you have kids, you have to watch everything with closed caption on. <laughs> or else you're not going to be able to hear it. Et tu brute? <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, they noticed that Eleanor Stray wasn't even touched, and Sienna says, well, she didn't even open her door. And June goes, well, have you seen Commander Lawrence today? And she says, no. And June, June knows. <laughs> yeah, she knows at that point they're not in the house. Or they're dead. Yep. Mischief or they're murder, suicide. <laughs> Something's a That's what I thought was <laughs> See, I went that they're I went that they're gone. I went murder suicide. Man, you, you went dark this whole. Yeah, episode. you went dark. I I, I thought the <laughs> same thing. I was like, oh man, they skipped town. I work with yeah. the public. My guard is always up. Like <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Trust yeah. no one. It, yeah, in today's climate, you have to. <laughs> oh yeah. So okay. Uh, so she goes into Commander Lawrence's office, and it's been trashed. Uh, filing cabinets are open. Papers have been shredded all over the floor for some reason. His gun case is gone. Well, first she, you know, she just sees the note that says, sorry. Then it cut to commercial. And you're like, what the hell? So it comes back from commercial. (laughs) I love that you brought the commercial in. Because it was was a weird. (laughs) The reason why is because that was a weird spot to stop. It's called a cliffhanger. (laughs) Kind of. (laughs) Kind of. But then usually when they come back, they come back to a A different different scene. scene. This one, they came back to the same scene. It doesn't. I mean. So, anyways, the gun was missing. She starts. June starts rifling through drawers. She finds a phone, and she picks it up, and it automatically goes to like a switchboard operator. Yeah. And I just thought about the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming back in December. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be on this show. That'll be a revenge. Definitely be on here. Oh, that'll definitely be on here. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) looking forward to December. Can't fucking Um, wait. Uh, so, uh, I don't even <laughs> know what flustered? we're talking about. Yeah, I am. So the phone is found. Uh, June's kind of in panic mode trying to figure out what's going on. And Beth is freaking out. She's, she's like, I can't, after just vouching for June with the, uh, the, the, the main Marthas, 
She Jeez. like tells her like I can't believe I vouched for you. This house was this better, better without, without you. you. Like you just need to leave. Like it was very like exact opposite of everything that she just said. Yeah, earlier that morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're the man, dog. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all she did was like walk out of the room. Um, yeah. But I mean, I don't blame either one of them for kind of freaking out cuz Everything that they had planned is shot out the window. Well, not only that, but like if they went missing, then naturally, like they would be held accountable for it. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a good chance that all of them could end up on the wall. On the wall because they hid the fact that they were leaving or, you know, they they could have said that they knew that they were leaving, you know? And yeah. So not only were their plans of escape shot, but now their plans. Of living, <laughs> are shot. <laughs> Literally, you know, it's possible. Well, yeah, I felt at worst it was like, if how long can they go in the house without somebody coming to check on where Lawrence is? He hasn't been at work. You know, yep. I mean, well, people like she don't said, see Eleanor a, she already. Said like a day or two, and yeah, that's right. Like, I mean, a day or exactly. two is all they got before yeah. people realize that they're gone. And that's kind of where I felt like June's head went to, kind of like, kind of like, how how long do we have before somebody comes here looking for them? And instead of panicking, uh, we need to figure this a, shit out before. Yeah, we need to, yeah, we need to get a plan out. in motion here. Like we need to get something, some idea. Exactly. So she tells Ma to leave the room and leave her alone. Yeah, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I get out of like my room, Mom. Girl, the <laughs> come. Girl comes in, they're like, she's like, I'm scared. And they're just like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You're not helping the situation. <laughs> they're just mean to her. She's just young. But every time I every time she's, I see their interaction with her, I think of like the big Lebowski. Shut the I always fuck think up, of, Donnie. <laughs> I always think of Meg from Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. That too. You're out of your element, Donnie. <laughs> So then it goes to back, cuts back to the Colt family, and uh, they're all sitting on the back porch, which is a beautiful, really cool yeah. house. <laughs> it's a cool house. I mean, oh, it's a beautiful house. Like I would love to live in a house like that. And there's there's no all shortage of beautiful houses in Gilead. <laughs> no, they well maybe it's just the Northeast. We need to go yeah. hang out up there, I guess. Um, but they're all sitting around singing in a foreign language, which <laughs> Carla thought was real weird. Uh, I just assumed it's probably like Hebrew or something like that that they're singing in some type of biblical tongue. Yeah, I didn't think about it too much. <laughs> okay, again, maybe that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> There's certain but, things I just go eh. <laughs> like anytime I hear like religious music or religious things, I just go like I was. I, I, I asked him, <laughs> I was like, "Is singing allowed? Is singing in a foreign language allowed?" Well, I said, "Obviously." <laughs> And I'm like, why isn't Fred doing something about this? Fred He's like, gun. It's Hebrew. It's Christian. You're fine. Yeah. I said they're probably <laughs> fine. Uh, so anyways, Serena and Fred are sitting out there on the porch with them. And Serena just kind of gets up and starts walking out toward the woods. You're worried. About bringing Nicole back here. I'm fine. Do you remember us in our little apartment above the bakery? I kept you in a steady supply of chocolate croissants. You were trying to fatten me up. <laughs> I didn't want other men looking at you. 
I wrote my first book there. You were a good writer. How could you take that away from me? Sorry. I didn't realize how much this would cost you. So Fred was trying to be really sweet right there. And the conversation was going very sweet. Like Serena was kind of, they were talking back and forth. And you realize that what Serena was getting to, she's not happy. Um, And it was a really good line when she said, you know, why did you take that from me? Uh, did you guys get the feeling like they hadn't really talked about this type of stuff before? Like, oh yeah, it's my it might be like suppressed feelings that she's just now like letting out, like with the line, yes. you know, like why'd you take that from me? You know, well, even like in all the other seasons episodes, like it's very like they don't really have a lot of interaction. So I feel like this is the first time that they've ever talked about their feelings, just in general, had yeah. alone time, like without a Martha around or a handmaid around or an yeah. eye. Um, so you just got to actually talk and she told him that like, you know, she's not happy. Yeah. I love he, the he line took of... her, her, took away the stuff that she loved, like writing. Yeah. Of course when the stuff like, that she was writing was Gilead this. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I rolled my he, eyes. Yeah, just how he was like, uh, you know, oh, you were a, you, like you're a good you were a good writer, and then just like that, yeah, like how'd you take that? Like it's it it's it's kind of it's really sad because you know I don't think he did, I don't think he thought it all the way the, all the way through, like how much the women would be. You know, I don't think he thought about that. No, I don't think any of them thought about it like that. They just thought of the biblical man is man, women is subject to man. Yeah. That that's all that they were thinking when they did this. Because you know, that's she, what the Bible she, says. You know, she said, you know, can you imagine what it would be like without all this? What would have happened? And it goes back to what I've said, you know, all along of I think he loved that she was a powerful woman. You know? I would quit yeah. my job and, you know, help you out, you know, because you're powerful. You're on TV. Yeah. But, but yeah, like I really I said, love the scene. Uh, Fred, he was trying to be sweet the whole time. He was trying to show that he loves her, even though, again, we don't know if he actually loves her. He just wants her to be on his side. Um, And then it cuts to them in beds because they're separate beds. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Serena, like Serena waves the aisle. Yeah, and she waves him over. And then he does this weird set next to her head but bend over and like kiss her cheek thing do you think they end up having awkward. sex i don't think they had sex uh, uh i don't know but either way it was weird yeah i put i put i put awkward gilead foreplay was, was my <laughs> note <laughs> like i don't i don't think anything else came of fit besides you know he touched her shoulder it's kind of like, you know, those that old joke of uh, when the lady lifted up her dress and you could see her ankle and all the guys freak out, Yeah, you know, yeah. from like the olden days. Like, that's the kind of, that's kind of what I pictured there. Like, oh, he yeah, got to kiss her cheek and touch her shoulder. He's feeling pretty good about himself. Yeah. I don't think any intercourse happened. 
<laughs> I don't I don't think so either. Um but it was just awkward. Super, yeah. super awkward. That um, it was. So then it cuts away from there and June is sitting in uh, Commander Lawrence's office, still trying to figure out what the hell they're gonna do. She's going you know, looking through paperwork and then you hear Commander Lawrence and Eleanor enter the house. And June just kind of gets this power position in the chair <laughs> and turns it toward the door and Commander Lawrence walks in and it's like he's getting reprimanded. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> it was awesome. Like I loved it. His backbone's gone right now. Yeah. You know? It's he's he, he's done. <laughs> um, it was like just like a that... tell me why I should uh take mercy on your soul. Yeah, it was a I mean, it was like a like, like a, a mob parent boss. waiting up for you to come in. <laughs> you open the door. You like, and he already knew he was in trouble before he opened the door. So where where have you been all night? <laughs> <laughs> Let me smell do, your do, breath. Do you, do you have any idea what time it is, Mister? <laughs> That's what it felt like. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a good scene. It was a good interaction between them because she knew right away why he was back. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. He tried he, to say he had a you know change of conscience, but she's like, "You couldn't get out, could you?" And he tells her, "No, like he he couldn't get out." There's it changed the like, authorization. Yeah, and he doesn't yeah. think that it's a clerical error. Like he doesn't have power anymore, which I thought was really sad. <laughs> which and like, yeah, like we kind of talked about it a little bit while we were watching it, and it's it's like they needed him at first, and he's secluded himself so much. The last five the years, trust. yeah, they don't. They they don't. He knows know too he, much for him to be able to do as he pleases. Yeah, because if he was to defect or escape, that's bad. But then they just don't have a trust in him, you know. Yeah. But then he also does know a lot. Yeah. So so June June comes up with this plan that okay, the way we're gonna get these kids out is we're gonna. That Marth, that other Martha's plan with the cargo ship, we're jumping on it. Yeah, we're gonna jump on that plane. <laughs> um, which she did mention that to Beth earlier, and Beth is like, "You're crazy!" Like, exactly. Like, I don't even know why <laughs> I talk to you. <laughs> You're crazy. This is a crazy well, idea. <laughs> so, anyways, June tells uh, Lauren that take me to Jezebel's. I'm gonna go talk to Billy, which then yeah. leads to. So then Lawrence is just like, whatever. He's like, I'm along for the ride now. I'm going to die anyways. Because, I mean, he he even said, you know, it's only a matter of time before they come for me. And I'll make sure I uh, can take care of you guys as much as I can. He goes, keep you away from the colonies or Jezebels. Get you a good commander. But he has, he he, he believes he's going to die real soon. So she says, hey, you're taking me to Jezebels. He's like, well, okay. (laughs) Yeah, I got some work to do. You got to take me to Jezebel's. <laughs> okay. So Commander Lawrence drops June off at Jezebel's, and she goes in and finds Billy the bartender. She's um, looking fine. There you go. Uh, yeah. And her fancy shoes. It's just awkward in there. She had them red um, bottoms. Which Carla looked up how much those shoes are. They're 600 bucks a pop. Yeah, man. Those are some... Yeah. I those said, are bloody shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said, because, uh, well, I looked it up and I was like, I know those shoes are really expensive. I just she don't know. She was just here last week in Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. Her, she put on a good show. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I don't know. Go on. What are we talking about? It was super <laughs> awkward in there. Like, the girl sitting up at the bar next to her, like, 
one guy came up and started like whispering sweet nothings in her ear and like another guy came up and it's like, man, these commanders are freaks. Yeah. You can tell she just hates her life. Yeah, they all are just look miserable. Um, started groping her right there at the damn bar. Yeah. So anyway, so June starts talking to Billy and uh, she tells him, you know, I hear you got a cargo plane. And he's like, why, you want out? And she goes, well, I need to get out on Martha, a commander and his wife, and 52 kids. <laughs> and he's like, you're fucking crazy, man. Yeah. I need you to hold the plane or for what she wanted it down for how many? 24 hours. Yeah. He's like, I maybe can get you 20 minutes, but you can't you can't pay me enough for that. So she lets him know that she has lots of like Picassos, Picassos and Rembrandts, like real paintings that are worth a ton of money. And he's all yeah. like, the guys, they hit up the museums first. They would have. They would have stolen all the art. And she's like, yeah, I'll give you the whole collection. Yeah, you can have the whole, everything in the house. I don't Which care. to me, I don't know about you all, but like, what the hell is he going to do with all of these painting, paintings that are worth a lot, but Black, he's still in Gilead? Black market. He's, Black he's paid. Market. He didn't care because he's trying to get money to get out of there. Yeah, I mean, if I he's—I was gonna say, like, what is he to, gonna do with the money when he sells it? Because he's still in Gilead. I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm not Billy. <laughs> well, you should be. You can answer my questions. So like, she. But, but the point is, like, what is the purpose of getting all that when you? I mean, unless you escape on your own cargo plane, so that way you can have a really nice life somewhere. But yeah, I don't. I I honestly don't know. It, I'm just saying the Picasso's good, are good worthless. Question. It's a good question. They're worthless. Me, unless I, you. Yeah, me, I looked at it like if he gets them out, then he'll fetch some kind of price somewhere. Money can be put in a bank account in Switzerland or wherever. So yeah, like, like out, you said, yeah, if, that way, if whenever he wants to make his attempt to get out, he'll have, you know, money saved up. Or he's flying with them out with the paintings. Yeah, you could. Yeah. All the kids hold their own painting. <laughs> That's how you get 52 kids out. <laughs> so she never really gets a yes or no from Billy. Um. But she's like, you know, just tell me later, which I don't know how she's going to do that. Um, the Martha Network. Martha's, yeah. Uh, I guess there's the Martha Network. I yeah. forget that that exists. Telegram. Um, but as she's leaving, Commander Winslow spots her and says, uh, oh, come with me. He takes her upstairs. Yeah, takes her to his room. And you can't tell at first if he's wanting to fuck her or if he's just wanting to get information out of her. Oh, no. I definitely was like, oh, he's going to fuck her. Um, I wasn't a hundred percent because I oh, still yeah. thought he was, he was gay. He was gonna bang her. I still, I, I, I still was pretty sure he was, he was more into Fred than, you know, her. But um, deviants, bro, decadence—they, yeah, they just didn't care. He didn't care yeah. who it was. Whatever you can put your stick in, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah what was the downfall right. of Rome, bro? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so, uh, she, he's asking, you know, where's Commander Lawrence, or did he bring you here? She's like, yeah, where's he at? She's like, well, he likes he he likes so, to hear my stories, you know, yeah. what happened in here. And he's like, he's like, what? And she's like, well, everybody has their kinks. And he just okay, <laughs> like <laughs> he gets it at that point. Um, he's like, you're right. So he's like, well, let's let's give her something to talk about him or him. You know, let, let's give you a story to tell him. Yeah. And he has her go get on the bed, and she's doing an inner monologue, basically telling herself, "Hey, you've done this before. This is nothing. Just it's a transaction. Tur- turn yourself off. You don't feel it." And then, right as he gets up behind her, she kicks him. He makes her take off her panties first. Yeah, he does. Awkward. Um, this is know, a re- leave this the shoes a, on. This is a repeat um, monologue, right? 
Because she know. said this before, probably uh, in in another season. Exi- it, but like I said, I don't. I think remember. it might have been oh, in well, like one of the first seasons. Well, whenever she was getting ready to have intercourse with uh, Commander Lawrence, she was sitting there saying that it's just a transaction. It's fine. Well, I feel I feel like I, I could be wrong, but I feel like it was in the first episode too when she was talking about Fred. Well, it's a good chance. I just don't remember it. I can go back and watch. <laughs> you let us know next week. I will. <laughs> um, I have homework. So was, yeah. it, what, was it just me or did uh, it seem like Commander uh, Winslow was getting off on the fact that she was fighting back? Oh, yeah, no, he was. Like yeah, he wanted a rape scene. It wasn't a rape scene. That was a rape. Um, he wanted that. <laughs> no, no. He wanted what I'm to saying rape is her. He wanted that. He wanted her to fight back. He wanted to yeah. punch her. He wanted her to punch him. He wanted that. Yeah. Um, because he was enjoying himself still up until the point where she found a pen and jabbed it into his chest multiple times, um, and then started stabbing him in the back with it multiple times. Um. And you could tell he, she pierced a lung or something because he was struggling to breathe. He was. <gasps> um, yeah. I was, uh, I metaphorically standing up on my couch at that point, just going, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this was very exciting. Um, oh, I was so happy. The first time I was, I mean, when I was watching it the first time, I was by myself and just, I couldn't, I couldn't stop watching it. Like, like I just, it was, it was very intense, but exciting and, very well done. Yeah. So, when I was watching it, I thought, fuck, who's going to be the handmaid that's going to take over the series? I think it was just renewed for another season. <laughs> She's going on the wall. <laughs> She's I done. Was, well, and uh, yeah, it's, that's there was lots of emotions at the time. That's what I was going through my head. Yeah. This was the first scene where I was like, oh, like, is stuff going to start finally paying off? And it does. After this everything starts paying off. <laughs> so, uh she she gets up from stabbing him multiple times and grabs hold of a statue. And I love the fact that he says, "My children." Oh yeah. And in her mind she's just like, "They're not yours." You know, I've, like I felt like there was a missed opportunity for a line there. I wish she would have said, and this is just me. I, I wish she would have looked at him and said, "Our children." As in, not his. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, that's what I wish she would have said. But I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not the writer. So then, yeah, exactly. And then she, she, yeah, she cranks him over the head with a little statue and just kills him right then and there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, and I, then, s- then she kind of just down. sits down and, like, well, she just got shock. her. Well, and she got the shit beat out of her. She got her face slammed, slammed against, against the floor. the floor. Yeah. Like, she, her head hurt. Had to have hurt. Um, like, she it, was choked. That, and I think the whole situation shocked her. You know, I mean, I'm sure if you ever actually killed somebody, even if they deserved it, like he did, you still. Like, it was. You would go into some shock. I mean, oh, he my was God. Gonna what did I just her? Do? Housekeeping. Hey. Hey. Hi. 
There's a service elevator at the end of the hall on the left. They grabbed me in Chicago. I saw you at the cages. You saved me. So we've been waiting for forever to figure out when uh, those five Marthas are going to come into play. I like the way this one came into play. Yeah, payoff. Set up. Payoff. Yeah. I liked it. This this whole episode, man. Yep. There's a lot of setup payoff in this episode, and this was like one of the second times I was just like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> I mean, yep. we're close to the end of the show at this point, and I'm like, oh, it's so good. <laughs> so, yes, June gets up and leaves, and she's heading down the hall, and she sees some people, and this is another very sad moment of this episode is the fact that She's covered in blood walking down the hall, struggling to walk down the hall, and they see her, and it doesn't phase them, which tells yeah. me that's not new to them. Yeah, that's not an uncommon Seeing scene. Seeing a bloody <laughs> Jezebel girl is not abnormal. Yeah. And that was sad. It was sad. So uh, she ends up leaving and going and getting in the car, and Commander Lawrence just is looking at her like, Oh my God! What, what you the hell? <laughs> this is this just went from bad to worse. <laughs> He's like, if I wasn't dead before, I'm dead now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder at what point she's gonna tell him who she killed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Car ride home. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he knows. There, there were, Based there were, off of the last scene, I'm sure he knows. Yeah. yeah. Um. So we'll get to that. So yeah. Um. Yeah. No, that's just the whole. From the time she walked into Commander Winslow's room to the time she gets in the car with Commander Lawrence, like, what the fuck, man? That that whole thing was just amazing. Yeah. Start to finish. Yeah. I, I got no words for it. I, I loved it. I loved every minute of it. I felt so bad. I was like, at first I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, we're going to have to sit through another rape scene. Yeah. I wasn't really looking forward to it. Because it was, and I was the whole like, thing was uncomfortable. But leading I, up to it was uncomfortable. And then- Commander, Winslow's uncomfortable. And then Winslow dies, and I'm like, oh, yes, thank God. I liked Stabler. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the Martha, I'm like, oh, that that's a great payoff. That's a great setup payoff. Like, you know. I, I, Which I, then I just sit there, and I wonder about the other four Marthas. Like, when are they going to come to play? Like, it's what? got, it, I don't know if it'll happen this season, but. Yeah. At least now we know that they're, they're not, there, and yeah, they remember there. her. They're thankful. They're not. Yeah. They're an ally. Yeah, it's definitely a card that the writers can u- keep in their back pocket to use later. Yeah, like you don't have to reveal all of them at once. It, exactly. I think this. Was, I think it was brilliant to reveal one right now. <laughs> and how they revealed it was very, very cool. Yeah, I liked very it. Great. Um, so then it cuts to Fred and Serena. They're sitting in an um, old abandoned gas station, waiting for uh, Mister Tuello. Tuello? How he decided yes. his name was pronounced. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, and he pulls up, he's like, hey, I got a spot just up ahead that we can talk. And he drives up. Before he starts driving, he's like, you know, do you trust this guy? And Serena's like, yeah. Yeah, "Yeah, basically, I I, I trust him. I think think we'll be able to. She touches Fred's arm as her. Like reassurance? Yeah, as her reassuring him. Like that affection, like. Yes, yes. Everything's cool, bae. <laughs> we cool, dude. Yeah, like. So anyway, so Fred starts following him, and. Immediately, I knew. I didn't I didn't know exactly at first, because 
they headed south, you know. He came from the I north. I don't fucking know directions. They head south. So you think he's it's just going to keep going south. They well, turned left when they pulled out. But I assume because <laughs> he came from the north. Because he matter. came from Canada. Yeah. They, they turn back the way he came, which is they continue going south. So in my mind, they were going to find a place. Like, I would have been like, all right, well, we're not going north. I wouldn't have trusted him then. Yeah. But... Uh, I knew it but, but then they kept driving and kept driving. Then when they crossed the river, I was like, that's not good for Fred. <laughs> <laughs> then they pull into this tiny road and... See, whenever at, they cross the river... At no point am I thinking this is happening. No. Um, you didn't think it? You didn't pick up on it? Nope. I completely... Because I saw the whole episode going a completely different way. You call this just up ahead? Where the hell are we? Commander Waterford, you have now crossed into Canada. What the hell's going on? Get in the car. We are arresting you for war crimes, and crimes of aggression, in violation of international human rights treaties and international law. You can't hold us. Get your hands off her! Fred, just do what they say. While you will be held in custody in Canada, you may ultimately be this transferred. Is a joke. You, you can't hold us. You may be transferred. You don't have the authority. She's done nothing wrong. Do you hear me? You may be transferred to the jurisdiction of the International Criminal Court. Wait, wait, wait. You have been charged with war crimes, human rights violations. Serena! On behalf of the She's done nothing wrong. The charges identify the use of your authority and access to the apparatus of the state to coordinate the Persecution and torture of civilians, cruel and inhuman treatment, kidnapping, slavery, and rape. This completely caught me off guard because the whole episode, I thought we were going a completely different. I thought Fred was going to do something to Serena the whole episode. I thought the whole point of him taking her out in this car and driving somewhere was there. He was he was telling her we're going to meet this guy, but he was really going to take her to like the colonies or something. That's how I felt the whole episode until this turn. Oh, so you were real excited with the turn then? Yes, I was super excited with the turn because, like I said, I was like, oh my gosh, Fred is setting up Serena. She's played her card with the phone, um, and she thinks he's going to be loyal to her. And he, like, so every scene that we've talked about so far, the, the, where he's being sweet to her, I thought he was playing her in the car when he let her drive. I thought that was like her last thing of freedom. Like, that was his, like, last, like, Hey, here you get this one last time type. Me deal. and you were completely opposite of each other. <laughs> yeah, I was completely. I I thought Fred was going to was setting up Serena the whole episode. So when this turn happens, I just me and Jamie just kind of looked at each other and I was like, "Holy shit, <laughs> Serena set him up. This is amazing. <gasps> I love this show because it is so much smarter well, we than me." Well, we don't know Serena set him up. <laughs> I felt that. I feel like that's what happened. 
See, I, I feel like it. And then my thought on it was it was more straightforward. Everything that was said they was going to happen, I thought was going to happen. I thought they were going to meet up with him. I thought they were going to try to negotiate for Nicole. And I was curious how that was going to go. Yeah. I didn't think outside the box on this situation at all. You guys oh, went so two separate directions, and I was straight down the middle on it. <laughs> I was. I thought what they you were saying. The storytellers were telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought they were. I thought. I mean, I thought they were going to show up. I thought there was going to be some negotiation. I thought it was going to start going south, and I thought at that point. Serena may have played a card as far as staying in Canada or something like that. The second they yeah. crossed I didn't think the any river of this over was the bridge, happen. I was that, like, the river, Emily, she had to cross the river. That's when I thought they Told just you, went to Canada. It's Canada. Yeah. And I was as, like, so like I kept like expecting like these cars and then they pull up and I'm like, where's fucking cars at? I don't see anybody in the shadows. As and then soon he as says Fred- it. Like, yeah, as, soon as, as soon as Fred gets out of the car and he says, just up the road, and then I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. So do you, when when do you think Fred realized he was fucked? When he got out of the car and the dude was like, you're now in Canada. I don't think, I think he and, was oblivious the whole time. Okay, let's he, I think he wanted to theory. turn around. Let's say we go with your theory that Serena set him up. Do you think yeah. Fred knows at this point he's set up? Or do you think that's... Do you think he even I, thinks at all? Serena no, had no, I don't think it? so yet. I don't think so. I don't okay. think he. I, and, so and I like I said, as an outsider looking in, I think that she did set him up because, like, whenever his vehicle, like the vehicles came, they put him in one, and then the one that she gets into was trailing behind, and she finally gets into it. They didn't force her, and she just sat in there. Yeah, and she's like, Fred, don't fight it, just get in, or whatever she had said yeah. to him, and then he kind of like turns and looks out for a second i mean you don't know what he's looking at but i guarantee it's her just gently sitting her ass in the vehicle <laughs> i i think as the audience like you said outside looking in we can definitely see i feel like serena set him up i think fred still Austin hasn't come said to on that. the next time the next episode okay we'll edit that out I just feel like it when when Fred looks around at her, he's he's still confused because I think he's being forced away, and like you said, she's being shepherded away, kind of gently, and she's made she's there's something going on here. <laughs> well, yeah, there there was one like army dude like kind of holding her arm. And yeah, if if she wouldn't have known, she would have been freaking out and either trying to get to Fred. Yeah, or. I don't know, trying to escape or something, but well, not only that, but also like, you know, she sat there and said like, or who I think it was her with Fred, you know, we need to give them something, and then they'll help us. So, so she's giving them Fred for her to have her freedom. So last week when we said didn't even think of that. Well, she played that card too soon. No, she her card. Was she made too, the phone call. She had already made the phone call. Did oh, yeah. not click with me last week. Yeah. And now I love me. that scene with Serena. Because yes. she played Fred so hard. Yes. Yes. She played Fred like a fiddle. Uh, I love that. I love that you went one way, Carla. I went the other way. And Austin went straight down the middle. <laughs> like, that is like really that, funny. Dude. Yeah. That was. That never happens. One of us usually is following the other. Yeah. I, I really love that. That's what's nice about having three of us on this one. Yeah, it was great. God, I'm a glasses half empty kind of gal. So. <laughs> so, uh, so like I said, this episode 
had so many highs, and this is probably the high of the season to me, was seeing Fred get arrested. This might be the I've high never, of the series. The series, that's what I meant to say, series. Because Fred, I've never liked Fred. Fred's always just an asshole. Yeah. Um. So to see him get arrested just was a, a huge triumph. I was very excited. Tickled. Tickled pink. Tickled. Yeah. I mean, if I could have yelled any louder in my house, I don't think I could have, because I was like, yes, <laughs> take him away. <laughs> But wait, there's more. Oh, there's more. <laughs> so so I thought that was going to be the end of the episode. Oh, me too. And then it cuts to the Marthas are deep cleaning the hotel room. They're yeah. shampooing carpets. They're cleaning blood off the walls. They're. I want to know what kind of rug doctor they got because I've gotten them in there. They're not as good as that. <laughs> that one got out some stains, didn't it? Yeah, it got out, some, out of some fancy carpet. Yeah, some blood. Like some Maybe deep just blood. the carpet is that good. I maybe, maybe. Stain resistant carpet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they get enough blood that they have to do that. So it's between them cleaning uh the really elegant shots of them cleaning. Yeah, it's like, a really, really coolly shot uh scene. But then it starts showing like June waking up. It looks like you know, from a hangover or you know, because <laughs> she's just all beat up and stuff. But if you've yeah. ever been in a fight, the next day you wake up feeling pretty rough. So yeah. Um I get that. So he's a badass. Yeah, because I've done that so many times. American badass. <laughs> but they burn his body. Oh, I love yeah. it. Well, and then you know, the more I watched it, the second time I watched it, it definitely clicked with me. This is not the first time they've cleaned up after a dead person. No. And my guess is it's usually a, a Jezebel. Or a Jezebel. Yeah, it's not it's not a it's not a commander, I'm sure. And especially yeah. a commander of such high importance. So to me, like, I just sit there and think, too, like, what's going to happen next episode, the next season? Like, He's just going to be missing, and they're not going to know what. They're going to know he was there, but they're not gonna, they don't know he went up to the hotel room with June. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Well, again, like, you know, somebody high up in D.C., he's gone. Fred's gone. Like. Oh, yeah. Now Fred's gone, too. They're going to think maybe he got turned over. Or, I don't know. Yeah. It's it's there's so many what ifs now. There's so many ways this could go, and it's very exciting. Um, but yeah, so they cleaned up the room. They cleaned everything. They, you know, did a deep clean on all the uh, laundry. They burned the body, and then it ends with uh, Commander Lawrence walking in to June, and he's got a gun. I'm like, fuck. What is what now? What's going to happen? You know, because his yeah. life just got really turned upside down, and he hands her the gun. I thought maybe he was going to like use it, maybe. No, nope. yeah. hands her the gun and says, you're going to need this. They're, They're coming, coming for us. us. And I was like, oh, shit, Commander Lawrence knows what's up now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, is... Oh, man, I don't think great. anybody's going to go for them. I I'd, I think... Well, they don't They don't know that the hotel room was, you know, sterilized. Like, Well, <laughs> yeah, they don't know that, but I still don't think anybody's going to go because nobody knows that they went there. Yeah, exactly. That's I mean, one thing. Billy's it's... the only one that knows who she is. Yeah, and because even like I was sitting there going, "Well, they have cameras," and I was like, "No, this seems like a place where they wouldn't want cameras because they don't want any kind of video getting out." Of it. yeah, because yeah, because it's all, all their high and mighty bullshit is yeah. out the window in that building. Yeah. So yeah, I was definitely like, "Oh boy, how is these?" We have two episodes left. And I don't know where they're going. I don't feel like we're going to get the clothes we want. I think it's going to... They definitely... 
unless the next two episodes just are really, really, really well done, which is possible. Like yeah. this one was really excellent. They pull all yeah. the you know all the loose ends together. This is gonna set up a great fourth season. So, yeah, I'm looking. I'm so looking forward to next week. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, I say that pretty much every week. But the, like I said, for me, this was a series high, a series high for me, and I just cannot wait till next week. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, can't wait. It if if it's half as good as this episode. The next two episodes are half yeah. as good as this episode, because uh, we've said it before. The last, the two, ep- not last episode, but the episode before that, and the episode before that, really slowed down the 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 uh, yeah the the season. Even like in Washington, kind of slowed it down a little bit. It's been yeah. a it's been a pretty slow season overall. The last two episodes have been amazing, and this one has been, like I said, this is top tier. This is one of yeah, the best of the series. Tier. Carlo, what are your expectations for what's coming? Let's get the 52 kids on the plane, yo. (laughs) All these goddamn kids on this goddamn plane. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Do you think, I I don't even want to get in, do we think, do we want to predict if it's going to be successful or not? Nope. Do we even want to do that? I don't. Okay. I don't want my name staked on that because I'll be wrong either way. I bet they do get out some, but June will still stay. I don't think Commander Lawrence gets out. You think Eleanor gets out? I think Eleanor yeah. gets out. I feel like he's going to, something's going to happen. He's going to end up staying behind to make sure she gets out. Yeah, sacrifice, sacrifice himself. himself. That's yeah. kind of what I think. I think June will stay because of Hannah. Something you know. Well, she's Hannah. already said that she's not going anywhere until she's got Hannah. So, yeah, so stupid because she doesn't know where the <laughs> fuck she is now, and I don't know how the fuck she's gonna figure out. We were where mad. She we is. were mad last season when she stayed for Hannah. Yeah, <laughs> if she, she stays this, she, this season for Hannah. I'm gonna be pissed again. She ends up on the wall. Well, yeah. she might deserve it that time. <laughs> 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 I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, if you want to. Uh, reach out to us in any way we are on instagram facebook and twitter at revenge of the recap uh you can hit us what not as a twitter we're on twitter oh we are Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've been from the beginning i don't have twitter yeah we do we can cut all this out yeah probably will okay you can email us at revenge of the recap at gmail.com or you can hit us up on Anchor at Revenge of the Recap. Um, that's all I have for tonight. Josh, any, any anything else that you want to add? No, sir. Carla, what about you? No, sir. I'm Austin. I'm Carlife. I'm Josh. Fucking Fred is captured! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Thank God. <laughs>